0: what's going on good people rich here
1: it's your girl ray p on the mic what's going on everybody
0: we we back at it again with another episode we got y'all we bite Um, yeah we bite we bite the television feed for the culture garden podcast um we have two episodes dropping the same day this one is going to be covering harlem the finale of season two episodes seven and eight we're going to get into those here in a second um, but Your Honor is also going on, that comes on Showtime. That's still in season. Three more episodes left. We have an episode of that that's also dropped. So if you're watching both of them, check it out. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in to us. As always, please remember to subscribe, comment, listen. Hit up our Instagram.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hit up our Instagram, the Culture Garden Podcast, the Linktree. Have, you have full access to everything that we have going on. Culture Garden, which is our main television, excuse me, our main movie feed. Uh, We just wrapped up Romance Month. So four movies that we did in the month of February. Um, Looking forward to getting back to our regular program and our regular routine. But the romance movies were very interesting, to say the least. Um, A couple of them very, very good, in my opinion. You know, the Malcolm and Marie episode and the photograph episode were my two favorites from the month. Yeah, I
1: think Um, Malcolm and Marie might be my favorite.
0: Yeah, that was just a dope conversation that we had about it. Um, you know, shout out to school. He was with us on the Brown Sugar episode. I mean, that's a classic. So, can't say much more about that. But just looking at films that came out within the past few years and having an in depth conversation about them, um, that was really fun. You know, I, we do a lot of older movies, um, which I realized. So, having something newer was actually fun to break down. So, mm-hmm. check that out when you get a chance. Um, as always, if you have not watched the final two episodes of Harlem, please do because there will be spoiler alerts. Um, as well as explicit content similar to the show. Um, this is a conversation format. We're going to break down things that happen in the episode. It's not going to be where we go scene by scene and break it down. So, um, Rachel, we'll have a, just a conversation. Let's start with um, some quick stats. Um, we have episode six, excuse me, episode seven, Fall Back to Rum Spring Forward. It was directed by Shea William Vanderport, written by Ayana Bird, Katie Tabaldi, and Tracy Oliver. And then we have episode eight, which was season two finale, Joy, 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 directed by Stacy Muhammad, written by Tracy Oliver, Brandon K. Himes, and Nicole Dressbull who was the executive story editor. You mentioned that all the girls better be in Puerto Rico, Ray,
1: mm-hmm. And that's
0: what we have in episode seven. Um, before we get into it. So one thing in particular is I've been paying attention to the bird, you know, and some of the socials. Mm-hmm. And I saw something very interesting, which was people saying they weren't really rocking with season two, all like that. And before you get into how you felt about the finales, uh, the last two episodes, because I know I know your thoughts on that. Uh, we mentioned I did not watch Harlem season one yeah. until prepping for this. You know, I knew about it, but I knew eventually we would talk about season two. Mm-hmm. Um, it just took a little longer to get to it than we thought. So I didn't watch season one until. You know, like I said, prepping for this, I wasn't around for or paying attention on social to what the, I guess, initial response was after season one and when it came out. Do you feel like there's a big difference between season one and season two from reception to the way the episodes played out? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with the sentiments of people saying that they do not like season two?
1: Hmm. I see, on the other hand, other than tweeting about the pod for the show, I have been trying to not um, pay too much attention to what people are saying because I didn't want it to um, influence how I feel, you know?
0: Fair, fair.
1: Um, But I have had a couple of conversations. And mixed reviews, um, I think that this season was more relatable to a lot more women than season one. Um, However, they really did a disservice by losing those two episodes. And maybe that's an Amazon thing, not a Harlem Tracy Oliver creator thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But they needed those final, they needed those extra episodes because it feels incomplete. And I know that we have this big cliffhanger for a potential season three, but ending seven and eight, seven and eight being the finale, it doesn't curl a lot of way over.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, and I appreciate you going through that with me because, like I said, I, I I've said it all season. Eight episodes just isn't enough to wrap up the story. It's not. It's a disservice, and I like, like
1: the way they told it.
0: Yeah, You made a good point. We're not blaming the creators. um, Mm -hmm. so I don't want this to be a Tracy Oliver thing or any kind of slight in her storytelling and these characters that she created. It's just prime, I'm sure. There had to be some kind of decision going into that. It just doesn't make sense to go from 10 to 8. It's hard to tell a story like this with 8 episodes. Mm -hmm. It's not an hour-long drama. So, you can't like fix it by saying, let's just make them an hour, let's make the episodes longer. You know, yeah. I know they tried to do that with like insecure when they were upset about the 30 minutes, but the way the story is told is meant to be fit into this 35, 40 minute window. Mm-hmm. And there's just the character development lacks because of it. Yes. It really lacks a lot. And I think that's the biggest issue with it. We're just jumping around on certain things and not getting a full story. We're getting the end results and we're getting the final answers, but some stuff is just rushed you know?
1: 100%. And 100%. we're not
0: getting any explanation about it. So that's the biggest thing that I've been seeing with season two. Um, but I know specifically you are do not like these last two episodes. I don't. Let's go ahead and just get I into it. Know, Let's talk about it.
1: Me and Kyron don't talk about the episode. So when mm-hmm. we woke, uh trying to get our schedules together because you know this nigga was in New York. This nigga was in Harlem. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. I was in these streets.
1: <laughs> we were trying to figure it out and all I said was, hey, I'm just going to say this and leave it alone.
0: I ain't like this shit.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: S- s- what was it?
1: Um. And I know we don't do like a breakdown episodically, but even, okay, this Puerto Rico trip. What the fuck? I thought that Ty was too fucking old and ridiculous to be trying to do it wasn't realistic or believable for me to be, for Ty to be the one trying to relive this youth phase. And I know that she was coming off the divorce and trying to just have a good ass time. But you trying to be the young hoe, oh, I don't know. Cause I mean, you can just be yourself. Like your own personality that we see every day, albeit abrasive, cool, fun, Ty is enough. I don't need you. You don't do cope. Like, I don't need you to be trying to act like Angie. Right. <laughs> I did not like that shit at all. It was very weird. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I don't very much
0: it. so. Um,
1: Angie, you've already established how you feel about Michael. Why are you trying to cheat on him? In Puerto Rico with random dick. Like, you're already past that. The way that these episodes have moved, this nigga left his own birthday party to come watch you twist your hair, and you ready to go fuck a random weekend Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't understand. But
0: but she didn't.
1: Yeah, but why is that even your goal? Yeah, you have the realization who... You knew, you knew that you really like this nigga.
0: I think that's just who Angie is. I think that's just that's her. That's her. Um. Defense mechanism,
1: right? But if she's even
0: finding out, yeah, I.
1: But it irritated the fuck out of me. Okay, I've been talking about how right I've been, how right I've been, how right I've been. I was obviously wrong about Camille and um, Jameson having sex.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can can I hear that? I'm right. I think last week we we started with you were right.
1: Something that's hard for me to say to other people, to niggas especially.
0: Um, but, out, because, but
1: because it's you and I value <laughs> what we have here <laughs> for the sanctity of the pod, <laughs> rich. Uh snap! You were right.
0: Oh man, I felt so good to hear. Oh. I appreciate that. Oh. I appreciate that. I might clip that. I'll never release it. I'm just gonna clip it. Just, <laughs> if I'm having this if I'm having a rough day, slipper. I just want it. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm having a rough day, I just want to hear. You know what? You were right. That might change things for me. But yeah, yeah, they did not. I told you.
1: You were right. I, I just knew he busted that thing open, but I was right in saying that nigga ain't done trying to get her. But-
0: nah, no, he definitely ain't. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right about that.
1: Um, see how I had to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> I I was put off by that whole thing. Like I don't know. Episode seven made me dislike all of them all over again after I worked so hard to like them
0: hmm all of them huh
1: yeah even my girl Quinn because why are you that damn love starved? it was good to see her real life husband uh, Trey Byers mm-hmm. Um, and to see that she actually broke up with him like okay yeah that's cool but what the fuck are we doing <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here Leading into their whole thing, episode eight, the way you broke up with him. Okay, this knight in shining armor came from out of nowhere. Y'all already are having like little anniversary whatever. So again, you moving too fucking fast. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Two week um, anniversary is wild.
1: And he was about it, like he was in because you've obviously dated her. You know that this is a nut shit she be on, but whatever. And you just now figure out you need to love yourself. What are we talking about? Like,
0: <laughs> oh,
1: it just pissed me off. It just felt stupid. Everything felt stupid to me. Like these ain't no real niggas. They ain't got. <laughs> I was so put off. I was put off by everybody. Uh, what's the bitch name? Angie.
0: <laughs> this is your
1: close, 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 close friend group, nigga. You ain't sent them a picture of Michael all this time. You've been fucking this nigga,
0: Angie. Different man.
1: No, she. They said didn't believe in- her. You sent a picture of you in the foot nigga in the cab.
0: That's yeah. All right. Okay. This is okay. your
1: height. Let me tell you, Omega Conclave weekend. I met this nigga. His face was in the group chat. I just met this nigga. <laughs> That's fair. Who the fuck is he? Do anybody know him? Run the stats. So for these to be your niggas? They know that you're dating him. Quote unquote. Ain't nobody said let me see this nigga. That's not realistic.
0: Let That's me see fair. this
1: nigga. You tell me you met somebody, let me send me a pic.
0: What's their social?
1: Fair. Send me their page. Are you fucking crazy? Like that makes absolutely no sense. I did not understand that at all. Was not relatable content.
0: I can't say anything to that. You you (laughs) kind of (laughs) you're right. You're right. You're right. I think it's different for dudes, but women. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I'll step in.
1: Investigation going.
0: I'll step in and say that I my first initial watch Puerto Rico episode seven. I wasn't the biggest fan of. Hated it. I just thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was um, for them. We know they're in their 30s and we know the importance of friends getting together in these trips. Mm
1: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. And I get it. But at the end of the day, sometimes your life changes. One of my biggest issues, you mentioned it earlier, is Ty. Yeah. Like, Why are you trying to be so young? Like, Why are you trying to like revisit these moments that have already passed like just you know and I'm a big you know age is a mindset um, yeah. I never look at things like I'm too young or too old to do anything um, but you're trying to relive your past like you already done that mm-hmm. like be present yeah. like you don't it don't matter what you did 10 years ago 20 years ago it doesn't matter be present look at all the success that you have like you it's okay That's- to outgrow things
1: grown time
0: exactly it's okay to outgrow things like I don't need to be taking jello shots I don't need to be uh Kite flying or whatever it was, zip line or whatever she was doing. Right. I don't need to do any of that. Cocaine. Listen, it's like the meme that always that's out there. I don't care how good of a time we're doing, don't pull out no cocaine around me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you try <laughs> to find Coke and all that. I was weak when that when that dude was there, like, <laughs> ma'am, right. you should be ashamed of yourself. Like you're too old for this. You're too old to be out here looking for drugs.
1: And he was absolutely right. It just was so left field for me because that's never even been something that Ty is known for like you don't have no age issue that's never been something that's been hinted at that we've seen so trying to be young like I don't understand these 30 year old women not wanting to just have a good grown ass time like that's yeah. really bothersome to me
0: Yeah, cause, cause now exactly you got money I'm...
1: now you got money to do dope shit right,
0: Nigga, yeah, where's, love... the
1: yacht? where's the boat motherfucker that's what I'm on I me. Mean, let's do that. Why we ain't got no section? We, you're a millionaire.
0: My biggest thing with Puerto Rico is it just seems so disjointed.
1: It was stupid. Like I would
0: have, I would have preferred them to get everything done, or even Quinn realizing maybe that could have been a Quinn Angie trip, or mm-hmm. maybe Quinn trip. Like I know Quinn needed to get away, and uh, we'll talk about Angie's role as far as getting her mom there and things like that. She needed somebody to show up for it, but at the yeah. same time. Quinn had to do that on her own. Well, let me take that back. Quinn was down bad. She needed her girls with her. But if your girl's going to be with you, you need to be present as well, not just physically there. You need to be mentally there. And Camille, you specifically said last week, Rachel, Camille better have her ass on this trip. And, yes, she was there physically, but she wasn't there mentally.
1: Right.
0: You know, I think Quinn even mentioned, like, I'm starting to feel guilty about inviting you. Like, Mm -hmm. all this work you got to do.
1: And you got me down here and you done ditched us for the dick. Like, uh-huh.
0: Understand. Now me. that would now let me tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you this. Um, and like I say, guy friend groups, I think, are a little bit different than women friend groups when it comes okay. to stuff like that. Uh, I think we're more so like do your thing. Yeah. You know, you know, ain't nobody you a grown man, like you got some action. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if I'm going on a trip that I, let's say, wasn't necessarily enthused about, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it to be a good friend. I get on this trip and I realize that the whole purpose of me being on here is null and void because you're doing your own thing because you ran into this old flame or whatever the case is. Is
1: now you happy because it's a nigga sniffing your ass again?
0: I'm going yeah, to be upset. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to be upset. I don't know if I verbalize that, me being upset, but yo, I, really, be I really wanted to stay home anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like the home girl who on a trip who's on the phone with her nigga the entire time. Yeah. Take your ass home.
0: Yeah. Right here. <laughs> you should have taken you should have been on a vacation.
1: Yeah. I just I'm very and, disappointed.
0: Yeah. Also with Puerto Rico, like it is, and this is just these extra two episodes that we need. I, I get Quinn's character, but my goodness, Quinn, you are that. Like, she was super geeked to see, dude. Mm-hmm. Keith, I think his name was on the show. I know that's her real life husband, as you mentioned, but she was super geeked and just kind of, we can let's meet up and swap stories. Like, Jay just kind of, she, it's almost like she builds everything up for herself to yeah. be disappointed. And yeah. I do like the fact that she, she recognized it herself and she made yeah. her own decision when it came to that, but. I was like, you don't even know what this dude been up to. Like, you don't even. Obviously, he's here in Puerto Rico, but you don't know what, what situation he you got. He you got a girl, he got a family, you got kids. Like, she was just already in her head. Like, I shouldn't have let you go. You were the one. It shouldn't have been this easy. Um, and having those conversations, it was it was just a lot. And as you mentioned, Angie just trying to. I give Angie a little bit more of a pass because she's always been wild. I think her and Michael is even surprising her. Mm-hmm. She's confused on how much she enjoys Michael and likes Michael and that's wasn't fair. Expecting
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Did you um well let's go ahead and just get into the characters? Yeah, let oh, know we like to break these down by the by the characters each episode. So, so mm-hmm. I don't know who you want to start with.
1: Let's start with Camille.
0: All right, let's start with Camille. This way
1: you don't um, want no kids. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I will say this, once again, just for the record to be shown, I told y'all she ain't not sleep with Jameson. She just doesn't. She just doesn't have that. I think that would have been very malicious if she did it. I don't think she did it. I don't think Camille is Camille's too aware to do it on accident, and she's not malicious enough to do it on purpose. So I just knew that whatever happened had to be some kind of explanation, as weird as it is, odd as it is, as intimate as it might be. I didn't, I didn't think that he uh, he went in on her like that. So I'm glad to see that that was I was right on that.
1: You were. Ugh, I don't think that if she would have, I don't think it would have been under malicious intent. But see, for me, I feel like Camille was also somebody who lets things happen to her mm, until that's very interesting. Not you know what I'm saying like
0: very interesting
1: her not being able quote unquote to stop herself like if he did really really get to, to kiss on her it's familiar i did actually really care about you ah fuck oops <laughs> and what Khadijah said on the episode when her and scooter first had sex we kissed and then my clothes fell off <coughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I, was, I could see that it, it would not be malicious intent it just fucking happened just like her or kissing Ian all them times with his engaged ass like it just happened and he wasn't being malicious towards Mira but some shit just was happening you know
0: that's fair that's fair man that's very fair um I told I you, know.
1: Doctor Pruitt was gonna fuck with her.
0: Uh, yeah, you definitely told me that. You definitely told me that. I think that just going back to this Camille Jamison situation. So you're saying because you said something very interesting. She let things. She lets things happen to her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You think if Jamison came a little stronger, that it would have went down. That's what you're saying. Ninety-seven
1: percent.
0: How do you f- feel about her not keeping things buck? because we don't see here's the thing we don't get we, we we open up directly in Puerto Rico not directly but they're in there they're in, are they in Quinn's closet or Quinn's mm-hmm. store to begin the store th- mm-hmm. this episode or episode seven um we don't know what that initial no I'm sorry we did we did get Camille coming home because Ian was on the couch and he says 130
1: yeah. like and she lied
0: that was my thing, too. Like, why are you lying about this? I mean, well, I can't say why are you lying about this? It's hard to come home at 1.30 and say, I fell asleep with Jameson's like, oh, yeah. in his bed with him.
1: Come on, man.
0: But we've said it all season Camille just has an issue with being upfront and honest, and the more she does it, I think the better off she is, and we get that at the end of this, the episode mm-hmm. or the end of the series or season, should I say, about how that kind of sets her free. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I do want to discuss... Go ahead. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, um, this isn't Camille per se, but it's Ian. So it is Camille Jason. I do want to discuss Aunt Tammy. Yeah. Come on, she, Listen.
1: <laughs>
0: she says she had four marriages, I think. Um, yeah. And the good news is she's been on the receiving end of those, those checks that's, that are Here. written out. Shout out to Aunt Tammy. Legendary uh,
1: baby um,
0: Smith. I really enjoy her character. Not just for her realness and her comedic timing, but this was one of the most important conversations of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um like I said, especially from a man's perspective where you don't have a ton of um you don't have a big male story outside of it being in a relationship, you know, we don't get a too much in the life. We know what he does for a living, but I don't know what he got going on individually. Right. Everything that all his issues are tied to being with Camille, <laughs> one way or another. Mm-hmm. So to have someone like that kind of set your your nephew down and just say, "Look, like you got to grow up. You got to start making things work. You have to. You can't be asking your parents to do stuff like this." Like no, it's your
1: ass parents.
0: Yeah, like you can't just have them take out a second mortgage for the $68,000 loan that you got mm-hmm. because you didn't... John Tammy made this a great point because you didn't have it in you to speak up when you knew that this wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. Like, so the fact that you waited, now we have these issues to deal with. So mm-hmm. I'm going to bail you out. I got you. Like I promise you, are you good? There's going to be a couple like things I request of you, but one of them, the main one is you got to grow up. You got to make sure yeah. that you... Follow your heart, you communicate, you be an adult and you make these things work. And I appreciated that. I appreciated her looking out and helping. Yeah. Um, that's not something that's common. I don't there's not a ton of people that if they are at a jam like that, they can lean on someone for sixty eight grand to get them out of it. That's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> um and I just I, I really loved it. I really loved the fact that hey, I'm asked out, and I finally got this fairy godmother—really, my aunt, but really looking out for me. And I don't want nothing to return, bro. Like I don't—I love that line where she said, "Like I don't loan money; I give it.
1: I give it, and that's it, because I don't want to fall out with you or hate you that you can't give it back. If I'm not in a position to not miss it, essentially, then I don't need to be giving it. Exactly. Um, I have loved Aunt Tammy both seasons. Every time we see her. You know, on culture garden, we do a scene stiller. Uh, Bevy slash Aunt Tammy is always my scene stiller. And, you know, she's a fashion girl. She's not an actress, but she always comes with the gems and the one liners, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's been trying to grow Ian up both seasons. And people, some chatter I did see, you know, may think she's mean, quote unquote, or over the top, but really, no, nigga really have to grow up yeah it's just like damn she always on his ass you know um
0: Wait, hold on tell me it's, it's one thing to be on somebody's ass is another thing to be right
1: wh- well that's that's that but you know niggas don't like accountability um and don't nobody want to hear that shit you know don't <laughs> no, nobody want to hear that shit nigga you at my opening eating up my shit you know like <laughs> right i ain't trying to hear this but to your point Everything that she said leading up to this to Ian, to Camille, has been right. And at the end of the day, not only am I going to hmm, playfully, not so playfully check you, but do it in love. But I, I'm not just going to have you out here neither. I'm going to hold you down because you're my nephew and I love you. I got mm-hmm. you. Back. And we need that. And it's such yeah. a blessing to have family that you can count on for that. To call for again sixty eight damn thousand dollars,
0: right? And I love the fact that he did not ask her for that; she volunteered that because yeah. I think yeah. she did, didn't even make a statement of "I thought you hated me" or something. Yeah, and she said, yeah. "Like, of course, like you, my you, my nephew. What are you talking about? I hate you." Um, but you're absolutely right. She is a sting every single time. There's not one scene that she's ever been in that I did not appreciate her or laugh or um, gain, gain some kind of gem or value from it. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated that portion of it. And I think that helps transition into the end of the episode between Ian and Camille, which I know we'll get to here shortly. Um, well, we can talk about it now because we see Camille actually shining. hmm. Um, their grant, you know, their their presentation is incredible. Um, they changed it in Puerto Rico, Black Joy. Um, and she realized, Camille realized that motherhood wasn't what she wanted to discuss or she wasn't nece- necessarily fit for. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because I thought she had some good examples of motherhood from a different yeah. stance, yeah. Uh, yeah. standpoint, or viewpoint, should I say. Um, so the fact that she leaned into Black Joy, excuse me. The fact that she leaned into black joy, I appreciate it because we do need more of that. Like I want to see black people just being happy, being black yeah. <laughs> and doing regular things. I thought that was very thoughtful, but also uh, between what we talked about last week with Dr. Pruitt and then also her own mother, um, it was mm-hmm. good to see both of those come back around full circle, her mother showing up to her exhibit. Um, I thought that was very, very dope. Um, she wasn't expecting it. We, I mean, who sent you, right? right that's what we right. that's what we talked about last week. And to see her dressed up and actually give Camille a hug. She couldn't even give her a hug last week. So right. that was just a beautiful thing to see, as well as Dr. is showing up and also mentioning, hey, you know, you did a great job. And mm-hmm. um, I love that for Camille. And like I said, I think that it helped with her actually being honest with Ian and saying, this is what, I want to be a mother to this. I want to be a mother yeah. to my work and these projects. Like, not necessarily a human being or a child. hmm okay, so we apply people for being honest, right? And we apply people for getting it out and taking mm-hmm. that step, but.
1: Was that the place?
0: Not even though it was that the place. Like, I, I'm sorry, if, if I'm in, it's going to be very, very hard for me. Regardless if I knew I wasn't, if I didn't want to be with Mira or not, it's going to be very hard for me to know that you've been sitting on this. And I could have been doing some other things with my time.
1: What could he have been doing? He need to be single. You just broke off an engagement.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't just know if he. Know. I, I don't know if he breaks up the engagement if he knows that their their lives aren't aligned like that.
1: I per, perhaps, perhaps, but him and Mira would have been divorced because you ain't want that bitch anyways.
0: That's fair. Uh-huh. That's the that's the point that I can't really say much about. But at the same time, like I have to feel a way.
1: Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and rightfully so. Um, but if I'm in, I felt a way since hiding the whole lack of eggs.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, we I
1: can get that out of you, like nigga. Tell me, tell me what the fuck is going on? I thought it was strange though because I thought that Camille wanted children made mention of it like I always thought that I will be living in this house. We will be raising our children here. So was that just always Ian's dream that you clung to? Or was that also what you wanted? And yes, people reserve the right to change their minds, but I don't know. Very, very, very weird.
0: I think that the comment, the the conversation that they had, I think is what answers that question. I think that she's in her head and this, you know, relatable content. You think that you want something. You yeah. kind of tell yourself that. And I think it was that aha moment was like, when I got the news that I couldn't, like I didn't feel what I thought I was going to feel. I thought I was going to be sad. I thought I was going to be upset, but I actually felt relief. I think that's what she really just confirmed how she possibly was feeling. And I guess I can understand if she knew that Ian wanted a family and she didn't know herself that she didn't, she wanted to know for sure before she had that conversation. Um, you know, Camille already has issues having difficult conversations, right? So with her not being a hundred percent sure that that's how she even felt to begin with, she wanted to avoid it. But now that I know, all right, I've been lying to myself this whole time. I don't really want kids right now. Maybe not ever.
1: I think Ian knew that though.
0: You think so, huh?
1: I don't know that it was as much of a surprise as most of us think it, that it is the way that he would always go, you know, not right now. I know. I know. I got to wait. Not right now. I know. I think in in his heart of hearts, he knew that if this is going to happen, I'm going to have to cajole you into doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he knew that it was going to be an uphill battle. And so because I want you and I love you, I'm going to make you comfortable. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On your time. On your time. Not tomorrow. Even though my nigga biological clock is ticking, motherfucker. It's loud as hell. Right. Um, Like a fake Roley.
0: Oh, snap.
1: (laughs) I I just, I feel like he knew. And part of his evolution and him growing up is being like, okay, I want kids. And recognizing that and being like, okay, well, it is what it is then, essentially, you know?
0: That's fair, man. That's definitely fair. I can I can appreciate that. I really appreciate them just being honest and finally stating, like, this is what I want and, like, not making any kind of um compromises for it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because Ian is, you know, it's a real conversation to, to have. Like, you're in this space where you had these dreams and these goals and time mm-hmm. has passed and now... Those same dreams and goals have changed.
1: Yeah.
0: And you have to understand, okay, what's more important? Is it building this life with this person that I love or fulfilling this dream that I've had? Ian said, I've had this dream since as long as he can remember. Yeah. Yes, I love you. Yes, I want to be with you. But I also want to, I I don't want to be, I don't want to be 10, 15 years to pass and I'm resenting you for this life that I know I want. And that's the biggest thing. I know I want this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just that real conversation, and even the pain of going through this is going to hurt now, but I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. And who knows? It, it's okay for things to change the same way it changed, you know, between them five years from now. I'm not saying they're still going to be in a space where they can be together, but maybe, maybe something happens with Ian when he realizes, like, this dream of being a father isn't as important as I thought it was. You just never know. But in the moment, yeah. at this time, that's what I want. I've gotta go after it. Um, it is a little bit y'all went through all that for this.
1: For fucking nothing.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Like, as much as I appreciate the story and the ups and downs, like I thought this was being gonna be a constant. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, even the is... little fake breadcrumbs we see with Ian and Camille teaching Angie how to ride a bike. Like, what the fuck are we doing this shit for. I'm not doing yeah. this for nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting the end speech of, you know, regardless of what you want to do, I love you. Let's yeah. just build this life together. And he was like, nah.
1: Because what's the nah. point? I, yeah. We're going to be resentful of each other. Because this is some shit I desperately want and some shit you don't want. What are we trying to make work?
0: Yeah. What's the point? there's no point let it go cut your losses yeah that's the biggest thing you try to hold you try to you try to extend things without cutting your losses just cut it move you know especially when you have that much time put in with someone um this is supposed to work this has to work we got to make this work well you know we just call it a day end on good terms to keep it moving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. season three that's how it's was gonna well we'll talk about that um Let's move on to a different character. Did you have anything else for Camille?
1: Nope.
0: All right. Let's get into Angie. Okay. Angie's in love.
1: Angie's in love. And I feel like I I, I caught that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you definitely caught it. And I don't have to get into, excuse me, we don't have to get into, I know we touched on her in Puerto Rico. Um, I think that's her realizing her friends called her out on it as well. Like, yo, you you like Mike. like. This is what that is. Like, you don't want to get involved with anybody else. She even told the story where she was really close and then she realized, like, he just ain't Mike. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, So she's smitten with him and we have to talk about, well, she got a lead acting across Jennifer Lawrence, legend, queen Jennifer Lawrence. So we see that things are really progressing for her in her career. Um, I want to talk, I got to talk to you about this whole Quinn and Angie thing. Stupid, Quinn, Angie Mike.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: I'm not crazy for thinking that's entirely dumb, right? Uh, because of Quinn, if you don't like Mike, then why is this an issue? Why is Angie having to break up with
1: my Michael? Him? Bitch, who the fuck and is she was... talking
0: about? Right. Uh, first How off, does your Michael and I ain't never heard of him? Period.
1: Period. I said Quinn was a hater because it'd be that envy, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: that, how dare you have something that I want? How dare you have something that I don't? Let alone a nigga I could have had was supposed to have, quote unquote. He like you? The hell?
0: Sometimes it's a big deal when I've seen friends have issues where one person succeeds at something they couldn't succeed at. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's job, career, or maybe it's dating, um, anything. And I can't I can't run to Quinn's defense just because, Quinn, you decided that you did not want to date this dude. Right. So, you, you talking about some my Michael. What you mean, yo, Michael?
1: You and Michael both came to the conclusion upon meeting that y'all were not interested in each other yeah upon meeting there is no other anything else and whether her mother miss joseph brought him to her anniversary party to reconnect him with quinn again it's it doesn't matter it didn't happen you didn't even come to your mama fucking party so what are we talking about here and Mm -hmm. what the fuck you mad at me for and angie a good one because as much as that girl's girl shit i talk i the i'm not breaking up with you
0: that's as what as i was surprised a- by. i'm actually surprised well, by the breakup i'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised a- there wasn't a talk
1: yeah again how long it's been at least a couple weeks of them kicking it because i really want to say months but i'm gonna give it some weeks you know of mm-hmm. having a relationship It's just not believable as close as we are that if nobody else had seen him, Quinn, you've seen this nigga. Like, right. we are soulmates. You've seen my nigga.
0: It is a little odd. Funny I just little thing.
1: Did not like that. And maybe Angie kept it because now I've peeped that Quinn is a little bit of a hater. And now I can't share that with you. And now we have another problem. That could be it. So the fact that I can't share the joy of my love life with my best friend because you so love starved and heartbroken and depressed, like, that's fucked up. Because even at your lowest, like, I want you to still be able to clap for me. Like, I want you to be happy for me because I'm happy for you. I love you, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. It just, it really, I was really put off by the whole thing and Quinn she was okay with it you know she said she didn't know that Mike had broken up with her Angie had broken up with Mike but for real for real it was something in her like oh but she was low-key happy I don't know I just as much as I've been rooting for her all of this time and wanting her to be better, it just made me not like her. Like, I can't be happy. I'm the happiest y'all have seen me in years. I'm settling down, quote unquote, from being a wild child. And I can't have this little piece of joy because you met yeah. him on the course because you met him. That's it. Y'all didn't talk. Y'all didn't exchange info. Are you fucking crazy? I'm not dumping him. Die mad about it.
0: <laughs> like, no. That's listen, I could have we could have a two hour conversation about my thoughts on dating people and their exes and all that. It's an interesting conversation. One yeah. that I could admittedly say, I I I understand both sides. I get the people who say that there's too many people in this world. You ain't gotta mess with my you know, my friend, yeah. and I get the side yeah. where I like who I like, me and this person vibe. Just because y'all ain't work out, don't mean it don't yeah, listen. There's there's sides to both of it. I get it. We're not gonna have that conversation in depth here, but
1: things happen. <laughs> That's all I'ma say. Uh, in regards to that, but it's not even a situation like that where it would be complicated because you simply only met this nigga.
0: And you don't, and my biggest thing is you don't, you don't like, like him. him. You know that you're not, you know you're not even after him like that. So that's an easy, Quinn, the easy thing is to do. Like, yo, of course you say, what are you talking about? Stay with him. I wouldn't have never even, if if the roles are flipped and I'm with the homies and he pulls up this picture of his girl, that's my girl. Like, oh, snap, like, FYI, like, just let you know right. this, this, and this happened, but it's never going to be no, this is my such and such like. He was
1: a hater. I'm
0: not taking no possession of somebody like that.
1: And here's the, and by the next week when we don't even remember him like bitch I will whoop your ass. Quinn was cruising for a bruising bitch like.
0: <laughs> yeah, ew,
1: I just don't fuck with you like. I think now, she even
0: like, says something like he with you like the way she said it like with you like huh what's that mean
1: like I'm raggedy.
0: Right, exactly
1: like i'm a whack bitch i'm your friend hello it must be something somebody like about me
0: yeah now i will say we are we are on quinn's ass but eventually even though mike has to be the one to pull up on her quinn should have handled that up front but mike pulled up on her to let her know like look like i'm mm-hmm. trying to check on my girl like i love her and even Quinn says slow down like nah 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 ain't no slow down like i love this woman like if you if you don't have a problem with it, I need your help getting her back. And Quinn yeah. did step up and help them get it back. Like gave her, gave Mike all the information yeah. about, which is one of those you could also look at it as, why are you proposing to this woman and you don't know all this stuff already? You know what I mean? Get to know somebody. I get it. Listen, love, love works in mysterious ways. It can be fast and furious. Um, you gotta move on your feeling, but you don't have to rush right into getting married. You got the scratch, which is actually pretty creative. You got the will you marry me scratch off. Mm. But um, mm. what do you think about her getting, you know, the proposal?
1: Nothing. That's dope. I knew she was going to be the one to fall in love. You
0: think <laughs> they're going to get married?
1: Uh, Yeah, I do actually. Okay. I do actually. Okay. So now she can have her nice house. <laughs> there you go. She's a man of means, honey. Um, yeah, no, I do actually think they'll get married and they'll be bridesmaids. Quinn better not say no hater shit. Actually, damn, she probably would be the maid of honor,
0: of course. She would.
1: Mm. Quinn better not say would. no hater
0: shit. <laughs> what do you think about? Um, well, do you want to do you have anything else to say about Angie?
1: Um, off mic.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. All right. We'll we'll have those conversations off mic then.
1: Um, no, I really don't. I'm glad that she came into. Oh, we're talking about Angie, not Quinn. I was about to roll right into Quinn. Um we I'm, can. Proud, I'm proud of Angie. That's it. I'm proud of her. Go get your blessing, girl. Um, and it's good to see you working off of Quinn's couch. Got a man. Mm-hmm. Got a man, that I think I'm gonna love forever.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Go, Eve. Go on, Eve. <laughs> Come on, what
1: <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <But> Iladell's best?
0: <laughs> oh snap, man! <laughs> I I just want to piggyback off that. I, I think I gave Angie some praise either last episode or the episode before, but. As hard as I was on her, especially from season one to now, like shout out to Angie, man, her growth and everything she's got going on. She's still like a a ton (laughs) to deal with, but I'm proud of her and everything she's got going on, and I'm glad to see her in her position.
1: One hundred percent. I'm eating. I'm eating a lot of crow lately. Um, but you know, I hated Angie season one, so she has come full circle to me. And as much as a A wild whirlwind, she is. We didn't talk about it in the conversation with Camille. Her and Camille's convo on the beach was spot on. Like, no, nigga. Mm. She gave Camille some very sage advice. And while we've always said that Ty is the most mature, I think that Angie is the one with the most lived in life experience. So mm-hmm. she can say what the other girls essentially really can't, you know,
0: right? Because I you said the words right out of my mouth like she's, yeah. she's lived and learned the most, yeah. Um, so I would definitely want to listen to Angie based off experience. And she doesn't always play, she actually had, came with some sound advice, so right, right, you were absolutely right with that, absolutely right. Um, but I know you wanted to roll into Quinn. Did you want to talk about Quinn or you want to talk about Ty?
1: Yeah, we can talk about Quinn, we can save Ty ass for last. <laughs>
0: Quinn, 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 we've been rooting for a joy. We've been rooting for Quinn to win. Mm-hmm. We think about Quinn these last two episodes. Outside of it, we, we talked about the Angie thing, but just her self journey of love. I
1: just was disappointed because the only thing that pulled you up out of your depression was meeting this nigga, reuniting with him. I know people like that. Um, it just was a letdown for me. And I know that she came to her senses, you know, self-love, self-love, self-love. Um, But I just wanted more. I'll be interested to see what else she has going on. Good to see the shop is doing well, even if it is still just Jill in there. <laughs> um,
0: That was somebody else. That wasn't even Jill.
1: Oh, it wasn't?
0: Mm-mm, that was somebody else.
1: Oh, well, shout out to her and her fucking African attire. Um, I like that we're seeing growth between Quinn and her mother but I was just honestly so put off by Quinn these last two episodes
0: hmm. made it hard for her to like huh?
1: it made it hard especially for as much as I was rooting for her and literally praying to the African angels praying to, <laughs> to <laughs> all the angels that like That she would get it together. I didn't love it. I don't know. I'm disappointed by her character arc, I guess.
0: I think I would have been if it wasn't for the ending. The fact Mm -hmm. that she recognized the love. I mean, because that was set up. I mean, that was a layup for her to be right back into something that's familiar. Somebody that we know has a history. Somebody that knows how to love Quinn. And she knows how to love Mm -hmm. Um, she recognizes a version of herself that she probably hadn't seen in a long time Yeah, but also I can't pour into you until I don't know who I am right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot to step away from something that seems so right for you to realize I need to take this other journey as well Mm -hmm. Um, so I can appreciate that part of Quinn but I do agree a lot of other stuff that she had going on but that might just be her trying to figure it out and she's doing that in real time and, and if she does all that to lead to her realizing what she needs to do as far as self love, I'm okay with it. I can yeah. live with that. You know what I mean? It's not the worst thing. Um, now, if we didn't get that, if she ended up with Keith or staying with Keith, then I probably would have been a little bit more set, more upset because we've been rooting for Quinn to change and learn, and she mm-hmm. refuses to do so. Um, what about the stigma of medication um, that we have with Quinn? Because you know, we find out she's depressed. Mm-hmm. We can also tie that into a very important conversation between her and her mom. Yeah, about you know some of that stuff being in your family and being hereditary, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know black people not having those tough conversations about yeah. that. But yeah, those conversations about medication and needing to get better and not wanting to do it with any kind of assistance, but having it, having it naturally, you know, Quinn was all for that. What do you think about that whole convo? Um,
1: I wasn't surprised by it at all. I one it is real for black families not to talk about what's in the history, you know, and the fact that he had a diagnosis of depression was also a rare quote unquote, you know, because oftentimes we say or you hear elders say, oh, you know, they nerves just bad, you know, oh, yeah. you know, so to actually have that clinical diagnosis, and I know that they're of means, so maybe that's a part of it, but um it's relatable content. A lot of people don't want to take the medicine, you know, out of fear of what it'll do, you know, um, in other areas or just being untrusting or distrusting of the pharmaceutical industry, And you know, rightfully so, but I, I thought it was good. I yeah, thought it was yeah. good to see that and to see that again, this is something that's hereditary and for her mother to be the one to share it ironically enough especially as close as she and her father are and for her to say you know what he always puts on for y'all but i see this nigga i'm the one who knows what's really going on
0: right exactly exactly um you know that medication conversation was for like people like me who Mm -hmm. i it doesn't i mean whether it's you know mental physical i'm just not i don't like taking prescription Mm -hmm. pills and stuff like that that's just a me thing yeah um However, there are moments where I think it is probably appropriate and necessary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, to adhere to that. So, you know, everybody do your own research if you ever are in that situation. But the conversation being started, I think, is important. Um, I think that's a, that's that topic is serious enough to where you're going to feel how you feel one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of takes a little bit more work and research to really understand if that's something that's for you or not. But the main thing is, if you're not right, it's OK to be better. That's it. Um, and it's okay to That's do it. everything you can to be better. And I think her mom even said, like, just to balance things out, um, I think is very, very important. So one thing I really did enjoy with Quinn is her mom. Jasmine God's yes. character. I, this yes. is the best that so we've seen her in two seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, We see her showing up and pulling up. Angie called her. Another great sign of friendship. Quinn doesn't... You know, you might be able to argue Quinn doesn't deserve Angie as a friend. Um, especially these past few episodes, even though is going through it, so I'm trying to give her a little grace. Yeah. But um, her mom pulling up. Like I said, we talked talk about this family history with depression and just kind of letting her know, like, look, this isn't a you thing. Right. Like, don't think that you just out here and you just don't have it figured out. Your dad is going through it. Other people in your family have gone through yeah. it. You know, I can I can take account for the things that you get from me and my side. Right. You know, when you're saying mean things, like, all right, that's something. But this medical thing is something that's real. And of course you're in your thirties and it sucks to be having this conversation now, but now you understand yourself a little bit better and hopefully this gets you on the right track. I really thought that she, even the way that she gave her a hug, you know, I know we talked last week about her giving out hugs at the pride parade, but not to her own daughter, but she really pulled up to a whole different country, whether or not she was there for that, you know, facial appointment or not. She made sure she checked in on Quinn and that aspect of, you know, I am a mother. This is my job. Yeah. Like she had a similar conversation with Camille. Like this is this is what I do. Like y'all can look at it however you want to. I'm not caring. I'm not loving enough or affectionate enough. But I'm gonna pull up about my daughter Period. each and every time. Period. And I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that they were able to build on that and um have some meaningful conversations. I, I, I do think that she really just wants the best for Quinn. And she yeah. also realizes that look, this life shit ain't easy. I can't hold your hand through it. Like, I just got to, this is what it is. Like, I made it this way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's other avenues, but you got to be able to walk your own walk. And you can't be, you, know, you can't curl up every single time something doesn't go red. Like I said, I'm not making any kind of comment or, you know, that's not commentary on depression itself. It's just that in everyday life. Like, start, hit the reset button, start over, see who you are and take it from there. Uh,
1: Absolutely
0: that a lot so I am very curious to see where this self love thing comes into play Um,
1: I'm happy happy she's on the journey 100% Um, I'll be interested to see that and I do want love for Quinn as much as I just shat on her this last however many minutes but I do want her to find that as well but she got to get that internal right first you're yeah so
0: absolutely she's
1: working that out
0: yeah you can't be good to others if you ain't good to yourself so it's very important and i, I think season three is going to set that up and I'm, i am really curious because i think the i think my curiosity comes from the fact that i thought that's what she was doing anyway yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so if that's not what you were doing and what's that journey really look like for you as we as we go along as we go along so um nothing else on quinn really do you have anything?
1: No, shout out to her finally making it right with Angie.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love that, and like I said, especially about somebody you wouldn't even rock with like that. You that even know this, nigga. Right, that was ridiculous. Um, Ty, mm.
1: we've talked about you, her being extra childish in Puerto Rico.
0: I think that uh, you mentioned. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I can't recall for sure, but I will give you some credit if I'm wrong that I said that I
1: Rachel True was going to get together.
0: Yeah. Um. I think initially you said even before Rachel True character even became a thing, you had mentioned that Ty was going to be finding something like it's going to be something mm-hmm. unexpected. Yeah. Um. And that's what happened. I had a feeling of that too. Like it just kind of. Her stopping in the street during the Pride episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of gave me that first glance, and I was like, eh, That might be a stretch. But to see them actually, um, Retro Truth's character, Plant Lady Amy, I believe her name is, mm-hmm. you know, older woman compared to Ty, yeah, um, no time for the games, very direct. Mm-hmm. Let's go out, you know what I mean? We're not, I'm not asking to change the world together, like, let's just go out and see what happens. We obviously have a co- connection, a chemistry thing. Let's see if there's anything to build from. And I like the fact that Ty stopped and realized, okay, this might be something that I could do.
1: That was one of my favorite parts of the finale. Okay. And final two episodes of the finale. Um, Because I like that. I like that she stopped Ty from showing off. Like, no, we're just going to be real. We've engaged in just real conversation up to this point. I don't want the razzle-dazzle because... I'm not about that. I don't care about that. You see it hasn't worked for you anyway. So let's just do and be real.
0: Mhm. Very important. I
1: like that. And Ty liked it too, clearly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Keep it real with she said it. That's not you. That's not a date. That's you showing off. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, got anybody got time for that like let's really see if we connect. I love the fact that she is teaching Ty and they've been, you know, building up to this all season. She's teaching Ty about intimacy. Yeah. Uh, what it's like to be with someone without it being a sexual relationship or mm-hmm. um, a relationship where you can gain something from it other than genuine love and friendship. And, you know, that's how Ty has been operated. That's the life she knows. And I don't think she ever looked at it from a sense of, you know, there is something more for there out me, excuse me, something else for me out there than yeah. just this ripping and running. It's hard sometimes to recalibrate and do things or date people that you wouldn't normally date. Mm-hmm, sure. Kind of take a look. And I think it takes a moment of you not paying attention or you mm-hmm. not even looking for it mm-hmm. to realize, you know what? You are right. Every time I do, do like we are in a good situation. Or yeah. Obviously, even though we don't see it as viewers, obviously it got to a point where they would exchange numbers. Right. She's comfortable FaceTiming you super late in the night.
1: Unannounced.
0: Unannounced and you comfortable enough answering and helping out. So right. it comes it, t- it starts out as this is the plant lady that sold me a white plant and has a all kind of messed up signs mm-hmm. to oh it's kind of you know she actually cool this kind of my dog to I yeah. actually might be able to see myself with this person so all of those building up I thought was pretty cool to see and um even her one not, you know thinking that they're gonna have sex like nah you're not about to have sex. Yeah. Um, so Ty went home and called Zoe, which we'll definitely talk about here in a second. Um, and then when she does get that text, actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I come over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Think it's about to go down. Nah, this ain't that. Like, we just yeah. about to chill, want hang, and it's very similar to when she observed her two friends, mm-hmm. um, and how their relationship looks. Like, this is an intimate part of this. Like, this is what we share. This is what this is all about. Um, yeah. And then it just got ridiculous with the whole Zoe angle.
1: I knew it was going to be some shit with that damn Zoe. Uh, not this obviously. Because um, I think I said that she fell in love with her. So obviously not. But I like tying and the plant lady. Yeah. And we knew that she was older. And the whole time she was talking about her daughter, in my mind I thought she was younger. Like I thought it was a maybe a teenager, you know. Me too. Me too. Um, definitely not Zoe grown ass. I
0: ain't think Zoe grown ass is about to be staying there at the crib. she's mentioned something about like not waking up her daughter. That's what I'm thinking saying. Like, she got school tomorrow.
1: Right. Like, <laughs> right. Or just not really guess it's strange summertime. people in your house, you know, because your daughter is there. But no, this is a whole adult who is a fucking Penny dropper her damn self.
0: <laughs> right. You think she know about the life her daughter living? No. Oh, man. What I moment. think
1: that maybe she just thinks that she's single, maybe having fun. I don't think that she knows she's a serial whatever the fuck she is. Like, <laughs> right. I don't
0: even know the name to call her serial. Um,
1: I don't think that she knows all that. That's and fair. now what, what do what do we say? Do we say oh we have sex? Because here's the other part. You've talked about my daughter to me. Like oh, I got this other thing but it's just this. You know? We can't continue you was fucking on my daughter.
0: That's real. You can't. <laughs> like, you can't.
1: Continue.
0: Like I did all types of nasty shit to your daughter.
1: I was about to right before you called me.
0: Yeah. Like, literally, like, we, me and your daughter came from the same place. Literally. And, like, mm, I can't wait to see that play out. But it's got to be over, right? Like, the realism, unless there's some old school, they try to hit the like, I don't care about that. But no, that's your daughter. It's not like it's your. Yeah, you can't get, you can't come back from that. You're going to
1: kiss me with the same lips you was eating my daughter out? No, it's done.
0: Sorry, Mm-mm-mm-mm. maybe we can
1: have a friendship.
0: Unless, you know? unless, unless you think Zoe hits her with the all oh, we know each other from around the way.
1: Ty, don't want to keep that. Ty's not a liar. Yeah, you're right. So, you don't I wanna,
0: and you don't want to build something real on that foundation.
1: Right, either. right. So, even if Zoe didn't, I think uh, the weight would, would sit on Ty. Understood. Wait, that now she might she will omit some shit clearly about still being married all these years, but something like knowing that I was actively sleeping with your daughter, you gotta tell me that. <laughs> I gotta tell yeah, you yeah. that, you know, even if you gotta
0: know that's that. fair, that's Who fair.
1: It's pregnant.
0: I have no idea. Um, I honestly have no idea. I don't think it's Camille. Um, Because I don't think you go through that whole storyline just for her to pop up pregnant anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Ty because Ty wasn't you know she's not having sex with men. Unless there's some crazy storyline where Brandon did something but I just don't think that that was She
1: froze her eggs so she could have done the insemination.
0: Yeah but I don't think she I think we'd have known about that right? But yeah. I don't know. Ty doesn't say much, right? So I keep some stuff secret. I just don't think it's Ty. I don't think it's Camille. That leaves Angie and Quinn. I'm gonna say Angie. Okay. I think Quinn is. I really think that in season three, Quinn would be focused on her self journey, her mm-hmm. self love journey, and you can't really get that if you're adding a child to it. Like you'll yeah. never, you'll never get your unless motherhood is that fulfillment, which really, you know, you're more than just a mother. You're still Mm -hmm. a woman who has dreams and goals and aspirations. So it just makes sense for Angie. Her character makes the most sense. She's the most wild. I think that would slow her down a little bit. I think that would help confirm the love that her and Michael have. um, Makes a little bit more sense. Um, She's already on path to get married. I just think that that would be the case. I also think that If there is a child that's being brought into this show, we are not going past season four. Okay. We're having three, maybe four seasons. I don't think a show like this will actually bring a child character into it. Mm -hmm. That's too much to kind of, you know, and and, and realistically, friend groups aren't the same when somebody has a child. That's friendship changes or it's not there. or It's not real yeah realistically you have a newborn like we're not going to be able to just maneuver all the way around this every single time Mm -hmm. you're going to have less of the girls as a four um and i don't think that's the direction that the show wants to take i think they really just want to talk about four black women in harlem yeah so i would say angie and then like i said i think that this will be like maybe two more seasons before we you know end the show if that's the case if they end up maybe it could be you know somebody's not really pregnant Mm-hmm.
1: Be I don't know. Oh, no, they did an HGH test. Somebody's very pregnant.
0: Yeah, so I'm very curious to see who it is. But who do you think it is?
1: I think it's either Angie or Camille. Okay. Camille's ring came out, you know. And I think that it'll be, damn, we just said that we didn't want this. Well, I don't want this. but
0: Now, that part of it makes I, sense. Uh,
1: here I am with it and didn't even know it. And so now I have to make the decision. Now that I know, am I keeping it?
0: That makes sense, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Her Camille being pregnant makes sense.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. that keeps the Ian storyline a lot. where do you go with Ian? Right. Because you know I mean?
1: we won't just be a standalone. Like, damn, this nigga gone. No, we need him. So that's Ian, or obviously Angie, because she's engaged in free fucking.
0: Yeah, so it makes sense for her to be the one because she's out here just letting it, you know, letting it go. Uh, But yeah, that makes sense. And they, the show hasn't done a lot to. That's one thing I mentioned. They haven't done a lot to like create Ian's character outside of Camille. Yeah. So, if Camille's not pregnant. Then we have to go without Ian for a while because mm-hmm. you can't just keep having those two going back and forth with each other. Yeah. No matter how realistic that might be in life, like we don't want to see that as viewers. We don't want to see the cat and mouse and yeah. oh y'all get y'all together, y'all finally working out. All right, y'all find a bump in the road. Now you're not together. Something happens in season three. Okay, now you are together. The only thing that can get them back together at this point is having a baby and keeping it. And like you made a great Bye. point too. Camille might realize that. She's pregnant. And doesn't say anything to Ian. And just handles it how she needs to handle it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they find out later. I don't know. Um, I haven't heard any f- official word of you know season three being greenlit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was written in, as such. I'm pretty positive a season three is coming. I don't think there's any kind of issue. Yeah. I do hope that they add a couple more episodes. I hope they restructure some things because I am interested and curious about the carrier characters, but. Um, it just felt rushed. And I think That's they all. deserve more. I think they deserve more. That's all it comes down to.
1: I agree. I agree. So, you just needed that extra to round it out.
0: Yeah, you just needed to round it out. So we'll see how it goes. But overall, um, if you had to rate this season on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate season 2? 7. How would you rate season 1?
1: eight
0: okay I'll probably go seven and a half six and a half
1: okay
0: season one being seven and a half six and a half to season two um it's cool but like, the show doesn't how do I want to say this I can't say that I'm not excited because I, I I was excited each week to see what they've been up to yeah. Does it move me? Not necessarily. Is yeah. it fun TV? Sure. Does it move me? Nah. If it got canceled and we found out there wasn't going to be a season three, how upset am I going to be? Not the most.
1: Oh, I would be, I feel like that, but then I would be salty. Like, damn, another black oh, show. I
0: would, oh, I would definitely be salty, but it's not, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be talking about it five years from now. Like, like I like, I feel about so this, bigger.
1: excuse me, like how I feel about bigger.
0: Like, how you feel about Bigger, how, you know, people still mad that Girlfriends never got a proper ending. Stuff like that. Like, it just wouldn't be, damn, Saudi saw went and see. Because I do think they are setting up something. It's a good story. It's interesting. Trust me, we'll be back for season three once they announce it. And, and I, I don't, once again, I don't think the show's going anywhere. However, it doesn't necessarily move my soul like that. Okay. Uh, no matter how much I appreciate about it and appreciate some of the characters in here. So, um, shout out to, shout out to Harlem, shout out to Tracy Oliver, shout out to all the actors um, that did their thing. Um, I don't want to, I want to make sure they get their flowers and they get their recognition. Like I said, some of the issues I think are more production wise or some Mm -hmm. distributor things versus the actual, um, integrity of the show and how they operate. So I want to make sure they get their flowers and they get their love. We'll see what happens season three.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll see what happens season three. Uh, hopefully, all of them are a little bit, you know, just better in life. That That's what I want. I just want them to be better. I just want everybody to be better.
1: Yeah, I hope we whatever get that it. looks
0: like. Mm-hmm. So, any any last words on it, Rachel? Season two?
1: Uh no. Shout out to Harlem.
0: Shout out to Harlem. Shout out, shout out to all y'all listening. We appreciate y'all <laughs> tuning in. So I know it was only four episodes. Four episodes of the pod covering eight episodes of the show. Um, a lot of stuff. So you guys tuning in with us each and every week has been very important. Um, with that being said, this would be the final episode for season two. We got y'all is still up and running. Like I said, Showtime's we uh times your honor. Mm-hmm. So that's another three episodes. So continue to join us for that. If you're watching the show, if you're not catch up, um, and then you can go back and listen to these episodes. But um, it was fun these last four weeks talking about Harlan with you, Rachel. Yeah, um,
1: always.
0: You know, we'll get a couple months break as far as like the woman's stories because when we we'll write back with it with stars run the world in May, yeah, uh, we'll be having that conversation as well. So it'll be fun to kind of see the two, um, and that's going to be very interesting because they have a lot of stuff that happened with COVID and you know, yeah, the actors not on the show anymore. How they're going to write these characters? Are they going to keep some characters that didn't have a standalone story but were still kind of interesting? As, It's a lot of stuff that we can figure out. So we'll see what happens in May. Uh, I'm sure we might add another show or two between then. Um, I know there's stuff that we've talked about. So as always, it's a pleasure, Rachel. Yes. Um, You know, as everybody listening to this, this is going to release on Tuesday, February 28th. Rachel's birthday is Wednesday, March 1st. Make sure y'all show her some love um, as she continues this beautiful life. And she will be out of the country, so she might not respond to you right away, but I'm sure she'll show some love <laughs> back when she gets back. So,
1: absolutely, um,
0: happy birthday to you, Rachel. Thank you, we love you, I love you, um, appreciate That's you for everything. But, and all y'all listeners, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. So, Culture Garden Podcast, we're there every Thursday with a new episode. We have one coming for you this week. If you've been a fan of ours or a listener of ours for a while, then you know we try to do everything themed. Um, should be pretty easy to figure out what's coming out this week given what big movie is releasing this Friday. so um, Looking forward to y'all having that conversation, or excuse me, y'all having that episode and then having the conversation with us. Other than that, we wrap this one up. Harlem season two. It's in the books. We got y'all. Be back next week with your honor. More shows on the way. Y'all be cool. Y'all be cool.
1: He's out.
0: (laughs) And that's a wrap. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>